welcome to Build by Wilmere. What's up, friends? I'm here with my two beautiful daughters, Aubrey and Gwen. Gwen, you recently got a visit from the Tooth Fairy, but he was a little bit late. He didn't show up overnight. Were you worried? Yes. Yeah. But he came, didn't he? Yes. What's his name? Sam. Sam. He came and dropped it off with an apology note while you were at school the following yeah. day. Did that and bum you out? Yeah. I was wondering if Tooth Fairies are real or not. Yeah. Well, maybe you should send Sam a letter and see if you get a reply. And Aubrey, you asked me to send a question to Science Mike. Yeah. Hashtag Ask Science Mike. And he answered it on his latest podcast about Santa Claus traveling around the world. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Were you stoked? Yes. It was kind of crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to think of more questions because I know you yeah. like science, right? Yes. Yes. Well, anyways, this episode involves Genesis, answers in Genesis, John MacArthur, conflict within the church, mm. and... scrunched look look on your face so anyways check us out facebook.com slash bros bibles beer twitter at bros bibles beer and the website www.brosbiblesbeer.com so leave us a comment awesome. questions comments follows rate us on itunes all that stuff should we get started yes, yes. we should you want a beer no. no, thank okay. you. Good. <laughs> I would have corrected you, but <laughs> but but I forgot what you said, idiot. As right now, we'd be like, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's equality now? Oh, yeah. Actually, Scott, I believe you're more important than anybody in this room. Well, thank you. I agree. I'm agreeing today. I you told are you. I'm full I'm of agreeing. it now. You are full of it. I am agreeing with you, you today. You're, you're taking power by doing that thing you do. Well, Jeff, I read a book. Don't talk like that. I hate when you... Is it misogynistic? Um, well, that sounds dirty. <laughs> Did you say you wrote a book or you read a book? And you're not a woman, so... Scott doesn't read. I, uh... Correct. I agree. He listens. <laughs> you know what? If you say you agree the whole, the whole way through school... You you get, you'll, you'll pass flying colors. Did you just become a little non-white Scott? <laughs> <laughs> what are we laughing at? Because I said flying colors? You did not say flying colors. You said flying colors. <laughs> I'm, I'm from I'm from LA. Oh Al, really? Well, Al, you want LA? Is have that Louisiana? His, have you seen his elbows? Jesus. He's got a panis that can stretch <laughs> off okay. his elbow. Um, Look it up, people. It's not dirty. It's not. But I think, didn't think it was a panis. I thought it was a, a weenus. Wait, what is a panis? Panis isn't. It's the under part of the belly. Oh, okay. It's the, oh, it's the right. weenus. It can be dirty, so clean and I, it, people. For the record, I don't have a panis yet. <laughs> By I'm the about way, 20 pounds away. What's the elbow? Away. What's the, what's the weenus? 
the weenus. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I knew it was an us. Man, they should switch those. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have brought up the weenus. This is already going so much better than last time. To your health, everybody. What were we talking we'll see about? See you next time. Do you have something up there? Well, we'll get there. Hold on. What you, were we talking about before this? Just in the kitchen. And I'm not talking you, about the You called podcast. me an asshole. You did it again. Come on, Scott's from the streets. <laughs> Scott's more from it's more from the South Streets. <laughs> no, more from Hickenshaw than I am from Crenshaw. I'm his Twitter handle that he forgot to sign in for, mm-hmm. and they it, won't. They won't. I can't call him and get it back. It's ha- stupid Twitter. It's, it's half minority, and I'm starting to believe that it's half white. And half whatever he chooses at any given t- time. So he's actually half Mexican. But you might get a little, uh, quote, urban feel. <laughs> who, who am I to tell me what I am? <laughs> All right? I'll tell you what. I don't know what's going on. But sometimes, Zach, you just kind of break out into the, uh, are you talking to us? Or are you talking to the public? <laughs> I don't know. We should probably talk. Put your hands on your phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I can't. We I were can't talking tell about something. Sometimes. Okay. I'm just saying. All you right. know what? You actually. That's where. Thank you for saying that. You don't know who you are. Sometimes. That's right. We were talking about Walmart. Yeah. We were talking about Walmart, and if you have a handicap, scout. <laughs> you can make yes. like one fifth of. You are so inappropriate. You can make one fifth. Of what the normal worker makes. So I if you probably make, do right now. So if you made ten dollar, if the normal worker made ten dollars an hour, and you made one fifth of what they make, Scott, what would you be making? Two dollars. Why do you gotta say it like that? <laughs> so you're bringing in the the Walmart factor, but then Scott keeps talking like something a little different each time. Which branches off into a different conversation about how Scott doesn't really know who he is. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, well. When identities collide. Gwen lost a tooth. Yes. And. Normal, natural. She has a tooth fairy named Sam. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so we wake up this morning. The girls had gotten down, made themselves breakfast, brought it back up into their room, and they're sitting in Aubrey's bed eating breakfast in bed together, which was awesome. Yeah. And they're both having a good time. And Gwen, Gwen's like, the tooth fairy didn't come. And Lisa and I look at each other, and I see her thought bubble, and it's like, darn it. And I visualize my thought bubble, which was like, shit, we forgot the tooth fairy. We forgot to put money forgot in to let little the pillow. Leave the window open for the tooth fairy to yeah. come in. Yeah, and it was great because she built in an excuse. She, She's like, maybe the... Yeah, well, yeah, maybe the tooth fairy got sick. Exactly. Like it couldn't yeah. possibly be that mom and dad of the tooth fairy. Oh, I really, Scott, tooth, I really tooth. like the direction this is going. Or the tooth fairy forgot about me. Cause we yeah. That's what Aubrey would have said. Yeah. This. Well, no, I looked at Aubrey. I made eye contact with Aubrey and Aubrey looks at me like, it was like, wink, wink, bling. 
I, I know, Dad. I am so excited that Zach is going in this direction because you didn't even say anything about this, but I'm ready to punch you in the face. <laughs> 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 but continue with the tooth fairy named Sam. Well, it's funny because Aubrey, I can't remember if I said this on a previous episode, but Aubrey, the last time she lost a tooth, she's eight and she knows that it's me. So she wrote a note to the tooth fairy, which they have a habit of doing. So we went, put a silver dollar in the thing, picked her note up, and it said, Dear Dad, thanks for the money. Love, Aubrey. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. made my day. Like, she... She likes playing along. She's not blowing it for her sister. Um, for all I know, they're listening at the top of the stairs right now, and I'm ruining everything. But it was great. So Aubrey was looking at me like, I know, Dad, this is fun. You messed up. You forgot about the tooth fairy. Oh, my gosh. And I just thought it was so funny how Gwen automatically, the defense mechanism, like the tooth fairy is still real. Yes. So obviously something happened. Um I thought you were going to segue into something else. I am, but I'm I'm going to wait for it because I don't want to I don't want to thought Do you have thoughts? I don't have thoughts. No. I definitely have thoughts. I, it's starting to come into it's it's becoming very clear. Sorry, I didn't finish that sentence. It's becoming very clear. Zach has his his ugly sweater on that's got Jesus birthday boy. So it's Jesus, you know, everybody knows what Jesus looks like, with a yellow, yellow birthday hat with red dots um, with some dingly dailies uh, coming out of the top with a dove to the right. Don't laugh. By the way, Zach, when you do laugh, please laugh into the microphone. The red balloon. And the red balloon. The blood of Jesus. Oh, Wow, I didn't even think What do the dingly dangly thingies mean? Yeah, what do those represent, Jeff? Keep going with this. How does that um, tie into the nativity? There's there's almost something that says somebody Jewish made that. It's like they were trying to throw in the menorah. I'm not exactly sure. It's like but it's not it's not eight, so you know, maybe they're down there hidden somewhere. All right, that I'm just making that up. But it does look Oh yeah, on top of the hat. Yes. It, the birthday hat. It kind of like looks a, like uh, a menorah. It's not one, eight, it's two, six. Three, four, five, six. <laughs> Start over. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Not even close. Not even the, the pre It's the devil's number. This math brought to you by ConAcademy.com. <laughs> oh, Jeff. What academy? Con? <laughs> ConAcademy.com. Con, like K H K H A N. Is that Con the the Shemita author? The Blood Moons? No, it's Sal. 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 I think that's what his name is. Sal. Yeah. Who's that? Are you. Okay. Well, you're not a teacher. I Mr. Con has made, like. James Con? Now. This is exaggeration, just a little bit. But he's made a billion videos all on education and how to do math, science. You name the subject or the topic, especially mathematics, because I think that's where it all started. He's got it. And he's got three million viewers. But it's all education, so he's just driving people to his site. But he quit his job, I believe. 
a high-paying job, and then... In the public school system. No. No, no, well, no, 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 no. they're no. all high-paying, right? It, well, in my district, Corona Norco Unified School District... Is where he wants to work, but he doesn't work there, so he doesn't reveal his true identity. Is it, it, well, my district's the best district in the land, but he... And your boss, I'm sure, is the best superintendent in, ever. Uh, we're always up for... It's called the... the for a raise the bro- Prize... No, we're the top four districts in the country over the last two or three years, I think, in for, uh, like, I guess it would be called inner city districts. Corona's inner city? I don't think so. Let's just call it, oh, what's the word? Diverse? Corona? So, Scott, inner city equals black to you, and since Corona is mostly non-black... Hispanic. It can't be inner city. Well, I'm saying Corona isn't really a city. Wow. What? Okay, 50% of my school are all like free free lunches. It's low income free lunches. So, okay, well, going back to and I have question, and we're, we is actually, that what makes it inner city? Well, it's not really... I mean, oh, I see what you're talking about. You're talking about okay. high rises, like high you're rises. Punch in the face pretty soon. New York... It's in the city. <laughs> Corona's in a city. City of Corona. Uh, <laughs> Compton. <laughs> I see. No, okay. F- back to Con. He's just a guy who's done a great thing for... Does Corona have ghetto birds? For... I am going to punch you in the throat. <laughs> you just... You push my buttons. If you were my wife... <laughs> No, I oh, wouldn't man, do anything because you know I'm a I'm a good citizen. <laughs> no, it, let's get back to the tooth when, fairy. How long have you not been beating your wife? <laughs> yeah, when did you stop beating your wife? Wait a Jack? second, I have never ever laid a hand on my wife. That's a that's okay. A, we got to do counseling now. Wait, what? What's going on? You haven't laid a hand on wait, your wife. How do you have kids? How do you have four kids? <laughs> no hands. Well, they're they're. This is. Some serious <laughs> visuals going. <laughs> no, especially hands, the fully way you're clothed. sitting right now. You're kind of just fully clothed. Well, almost fully clothed. Wait, almost. Are you a ne- are you a never nude? <laughs> Wait, I'm so lost. It's a reference for other people, not you. Uh, what if we were to jump back into <laughs> Tooth Fairy Land? Tooth Fairy Land. <laughs> what? What I was thinking is how Gwen, this natural defense mechanism that protects her from being devastated potentially by the news that the tooth fairy doesn't actually exist. First of all, we're not even, it's amazing these these things. The tooth fairy, there's a person that comes into your room when you're asleep. Mommy and daddy are are asleep. This is how adults think of this not yeah. kids well and kids don't put it together obviously same with elf on a shelf <laughs> if your kid could come to the real realization that wait mommy and daddy aren't freaking out that this freaking elf <laughs> is moving around by himself <laughs> i just find that fascinating and hilarious but gwen protected herself from that reality and this segues into can I stop you one second, one second, and then you can go, who propagated the idea that the elf 
or that I'm sorry, the tooth fairy comes into the room though. Was that the parents? And the kids trust the parents, so it's not necessarily. I don't know the etymology. <laughs> the cosmo cosmogology. Did I use that word right? Did I use that word correctly? Um, I don't think we're talking about a specific word. Um, no etymology of elves or tooth fairies. Going elves in. on the shelves. Yes. Probably. I don't know. Whatever. My wife's painting. Eto- I'm making um, her work. I have to look up the word etymology, which I think is the definition of etymology. But I might refer to just words. I don't know. Either way, I agree. Go ahead. Let's Go pre- ahead. Let's pretend. S- that you know setting. what, Scott? You are a wordsmith. Perfect segue into... I'm sorry. I totally disrupted. Perfect well, segue into... Go ahead. People protecting themselves. <laughs> Zach had cardiac arrest for three seconds. Data, from new data that upsets the apple cart of their belief system. And so they jump to, well, it, that can't be true because X, Y, and Z. It must be X, Y, and Z, which segues into Ken Ham complimenting John MacArthur. MacArthur. What? On on removing his school. Yeah, from the CCCU. So we should probably pull up that article. <clears throat> and I'll, I could pause this the too. I'll tell you up. what, this went in such a different direction. But that's okay. So uh, MacArthur and his the uh, his school, the Masters College, which he's the dean of, um, they resigned themselves from the CCCU, which is the Council on Christian Colleges and Universities. You don't have to explain that to me. I, I mean, I <laughs> come on, you're an well, educator. It's not you, it's go ahead. I'm sorry, Scott. Sorry to <laughs> intervene. Well, they so they the Masters College did that based on. The CCCU allowing schools to remain in the CCCU when they don't hold to a literal view of Genesis. Part of the Master's College and John MacArthur's church, part of their statement of faith is that they believe in a literal six-day creation, um, and that's what, because that's what the Genesis 1 says. So they, they, yeah, remove themselves and then Ken Ham posted on his, I believe it was his Facebook or his Twitter, I forget. They're the same, basically. I'm sure it all, it's all, it's all rolled in. He probably posted to one and it goes to the other. Um, probably all stems from Snapchat. <laughs> Ken Ham. <laughs> Ken Ham is an awesome Snapchat. Oh, man. Ken Ham, snapper. Ken Ham chat. But I'm just wondering if, is it, is it a problem? Is it a problem in Christendom that, like, should should the church react and say, "Hey, hey, hey, maybe relax a little bit. People see things differently. These these are all Jesus affirming, Jesus following colleges, are they not? They propose to be. Let's just assume that that's that's what they are proposing, right?" Okay, that's what they affirm. Hold on, would you clarify just for me because Thank you, you two and probably the listener. Y- yes, you two had this conversation today, maybe yesterday. I don't know, but there was an we article. We haven't. We just kind of sit through an idea. Okay, because the only thing I had looked at today was the the Wheaton thing. But oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. but let's we'll come to that maybe. So go Ken, to Ken back. Ham, who runs Answers in Genesis, and I probably should have said this from the beginning. 
and he's very much a biblical literalist, six-day creation. Got a big museum in Kentucky. They're raising money to build the literal ark. Oh, it's done? They built it? Lisa says they built it. Well, it's like two and a half million, something like that, to build the ark. And so he, and he debated Bill Nye. Obviously, you know that, Jeff. You're a big fan of Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 oh, Bill, I Bill, to Bill, Bill. Nye growing up. Dude, I love Bill. He's actually an engineer. Not, not a scientist. A science, <laughs> not a scientist. At least that's his schooling. That doesn't mean he's not smart. Okay. But the world accepts him as a scientist. I don't the even world. care. He's an entertainer. I'm a teacher. I've used he him 17,000 times. I like, I like him. Um, Here's Bill on a volcano. Here's Bill in his house showing us how to recycle. <laughs> All right. Can we move on? Stop me from talking. Ken Ham. <coughs> Thank yes. you. So John MacArthur pulled his college out of um, CCCU, which stands for. We already did this. Uh, <laughs> it's the council. Because it was. Oh, man. The Council for Christian Colleges and Universities. And so there's tons of Christian colleges and universities that 179. ostensibly affirm Jesus Christ as the center of their faith and his work on the cross, I'm assuming, and I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt, he pulls out his school from them because they don't interpret Genesis literally. Yes. Not, not because all of them, but because... Because too, too many, many of them yes. all don't take the Bible seriously in his views. So my question is, no matter what your views, because I'm, I'm sure we have a diverse, the three of us, Jeff Pearson, Scott Holbert, myself, Zach Crater, probably have differing views on Genesis, but that almost doesn't matter to my point, which is, should we be separating ourselves that much? Shouldn't there be more grace when it comes to interpreting scripture? How sure can we be that Genesis is in fact saying that? Should that matter that much? Should we be separating churches, separating colleges, or creating division in the church based on that reading of Genesis? Scott? Or it doesn't matter to Jeff. <laughs> okay, wait a second. I, wait, you just said Scott, and then you're gonna go. No, I yeah, but then Zach prompted me for whatever reason. He's like, "No, Scott, Jeff, Jeff, come on, Jeff, come on, boy, come on, get on the morning." Okay, forget it. Uh, <laughs> got okay. So Genesis six days. Can we have a little flexibility here? The whole point, as far as Quote, I'm concerned, unquote. is God created the heavens and the earth. And and if someone has a a literal six days, it's in the Bible, six days. And someone says, well, what if those six days are equal to 600 years or six weeks or, you know, humans created days and weeks and months and years and we're the ones who created that stuff. So six days, I mean, how are we to even judge? So the idea that can we have a little unity in the fact that God created the heavens and the earth regardless of how long it took? 
certainly makes sense because ultimately at the center of it is the Trinity and drop the mic. Go ahead, drop it. <laughs> drop, this is where you drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I just spanked my pants. Because <laughs> Okay, so real quick, without saying, without discussing or arguing about it, what do you are you comfortable saying what you ha- hold to? Like, what do you think, real quick? Boom. I think it would be awesome if God just created the earth and the heavens and everything in six days. You're such a politician. However, however, no, not however. Nice. I just think it would be. Ama- I think God is so. God's so he's beyond our. Our thinking. He's beyond our brain waves. It's in Isaiah, I think. <laughs> okay. Yes. His, it, his, it ways, does, his ways. His brain waves are beyond our brain waves. His brain waves are so far beyond your brain waves. And that that's in Isaiah, too. Yeah. Baby talk. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's kind of baby talk? <laughs> it's just. I, I, the the enor- the uh, I'll have to go to Scott on this. The enormity? The enormity I of... I think it's enormosity. Shut up. Just shut... I'm punching you in the face right now. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Y- you... You know what, Scott? You complete me. You complete me. Your um, this podcast antagonist... This a learning disability. <laughs> your antagonism. That's why we don't get paid that much. By the way, if you'd like to donate... Carry on. Keep going. No, the uh, the idea that God created the heavens and earth in six days, I'm good with that. If it was more than our human brains can think, like, okay, it was more than six days. Maybe it was less than six days. Maybe it was instantaneous. I'm all good with that. Scott? Scott? I agree, Jeff. Shut the front door. All right. <laughs> no, I do. I, I, I. Why do they have so Ken Ham specifically? I'm fascinated, and this is political. It's it's whatever you believe about any one thing that you associate it with your, with who you are. If something, if information comes in that contradicts it, it's like it's attacking you. So your defense mechanisms go up, and you, and you, uh, you have to make. Potentially, potentially silly arguments to try to defend it. Not, not saying that the young Earth is uh, silly necessarily. I, I don't hold to that, but that's beside the point. It's more like Ken Ham has got this ministry set up based on hardcore. This is the way it has to be, and if it's not, it's against the Bible. Six days is so, what you're saying. Yeah. So no matter what science discovers. He has to, I mean, his ministry would disappear if he were to, let's pretend he he's just looks at the science and he gets convicted like, I got this wrong. It doesn't mean God didn't do things or didn't create. It doesn't mean Jesus goes up in smoke, but I got this wrong. And he admitted that his funding would, would just, his funding would be gone. So there's like a built in, and I'm not saying this is what, he's running his business on, but there is a built in 
financial incentive for him to maintain no matter what. So is that, is that a good thing to do? And I, I don't think it is. Is that a good thing for, in anything to, to almost box yourself in where it, it has to be this? Because science is always changing. By definition, scientists want to right. find something that disrupts. And I keep talking without breathing, and I'm going to burp. Well, if you have a, uh, a financial stream of money coming in and it's based off X, Y, and Z, you don't want to change X, Y, and Z. That's what you're saying. And Ken Ham, it sounds like, has his, is it a school or it's what is ministry, it? ministry, Answers in Genesis. Okay. Um, and they... They affirm a literal reading of Genesis 1 and probably a, a literal reading of the Bible. I mean, there's different ways you can divide that, but in general. Day 1, this general, happened. Day 2, yeah. day 3. Okay. So the average atheist, when they're making fun of Christians and saying you're silly, um, they're arguing against that type of ministry or uh, belief in the Bible. Now... Atheists aren't only arguing against that, and, and I'm sure that's not yeah. what you're saying. Yes, because they would argue also against things like, really, is there sin? I don't think so. I don't think there's sin. I'm, d- but I'm being I, very general. Right. That, yes, I think it's natural for someone to get defensive when something they believe is challenged. I think we all are. We all do that. Um, I do it. And I, I'm slowly learning to not do it. So, I, I mean, I've, I don't, uh, I can't blame Ken Ham for, for being in that position uh, or for taking that, you know, being defensive. But it's, it's natural. Like, yes. I don't blame him at all. Yes. Did you see the Bill Nye Ken Ham? I did. Debate? Yes. What did you think about that? I I thought that Ken Ham made better points than Bill Nye. In what in what way did Bill Nye not make good points? Well, first he it seemed like he didn't even listen to Ken Ham. So Ken Ken Ham makes makes points like there are scientists who are Christians who have made great discoveries in science and their belief in God did not hinder them from making those discoveries. Um, like the uh, one of the examples is the guy that invented the MRI machine. Ken, so Ken Ham create, uh, presents those those um, those people, but Bill Nye. Even after that, Bill Nye, it, it's like it was written down in his in you know he he had already written written it down that Christians deny science because because you don't believe evolution, you don't believe gravity exists. That might have been. That might be close to a, a quote of his. Yeah, I felt in the debate. I felt like I felt the same thing. I felt like Ken Ken Ham was doing the same thing. Like they both, they both had what they were gonna say, and so they it didn't matter. It was it was kind of silly. They I felt like they got off point. They had a platform, and they weren't they gonna platform, break away from it. And but it definitely, Bill Nye falls victim to a bunch of straw men that. He's arguing, and he's arguing, everything is so big and grouped in, like Ken Ham is, has the majority view. I guess in America, it's probably the majority view, but probably worldwide, it's not the majority view, but that, that doesn't matter. That's Well, well what's, what's yeah. interesting is that that debate, 
I mean, Ken Ham is a theologian, and Bill Nye, and Bill Nye is is a is a personality. I mean, he's an entertainer. I mean, he's gotten his name from being Bill Nye the Science Guy and nothing else. And then he's had a couple, you know, kind of side note shows. Well, but, well I think he's also written a book uh, about the topic as well. Oh, is that why he was invited to do that Possibly. debate? Possibly. Which is interesting because I guarantee you the uh, Ken Ham needs people like Bill Nye. I mean, he doesn't need them, but... Well, he needs people like other Christians who are... Who are freaked out about a common enemy, which, which is what... Well, saying the same thing that Bill Nye is saying. Yeah. Essentially. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, th- no- nowadays... Uh, there are a lot of Christians who are saying the same things that Bill Nye might be saying, or or they think they think it's that this is the crux of it, in my opinion, is that <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, we set up these walls so th- so the Christians dig in. It's got to be this way, or we got to throw it all out, which I think is a bullshit wall. And then the atheists react, or I don't know who started it, probably Darwin. Um, but the atheists react in turn. Satan. The atheists, <laughs> the atheists react, react in turn to the Christians, and so eventually we have battle lines that are drawn over something that. Good grief! Was anybody there? The Bible doesn't tell us when it happened exactly. Yeah. But could you say the same thing? Well, this. So, take- so I, th- I think you get to the same point. This- Can you say the same thing about? Scientists, we're scientists there, so so we, you went, you still end up at the same point. Well, not necessarily, because science science can't can't get into ultimate origins. It can't so answer then, that question. So then, but then can but does that mean that they can't say anything about whether or not the Bible is correct or not in its account of origins? Well, they they can't. I mean, I just I just read or listened to the Francis Collins book. And he he's a evolutionary. Well, I think he's the bio. He started BioLogos, so it's it's he's an evolutionist, um, but also. Well, hold, hold on. I don't want to. I know I don't want to get off topic, and I kind of wanted to tie that back into this. Is it the Masters College? The Masters College. Okay. Yes. To take that back there. I mean, what we're talking. Thank you. What we're talking about here is <clears throat> the idea of absolutes. Like, do, in this scenario where the um, is it the professor? Was it the professor that? No, he's a pastor. A pastor. Sorry, Wait, but he's the pastor, but he's also the dean of the Masters College. Okay. And the Masters College was a member of the CCCU, the Council of Christian Colleges. And because and they might not completely agree on Genesis or the that the heavens and earth were created in six 24-hour days. Yes. So let me read. MacArthur said in his letter, this is an article on Christian Post. MacArthur said in his letter that TMC, which is the Master's College, teaches the literal grammatical historical interpretation of Scripture, which affirms the belief that the opening chapters of Genesis present creation in six literal days. Okay. And because of that, they are no longer a part of 
this group? Well, the Masters College, w- MacArthur decided that since the CCCU was allowing other colleges to remain in the CCCU, even though they don't take a literal interpretation of Genesis, right? so since they were allowing them in, he decided to pull the Master's College out. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, this... Um, Zach, I mean, you like... Not that you like to talk about it more. I mean, I, I love to talk about the idea of not agreeing, but still having the discussion, but ultimately in our faith and and with these colleges and, and, oh, I'm sorry, with these churches, um, colleges, Christian colleges. Yeah. They just, if there, if there's differences still, I'd go back to, um, our, our pastor at Mountain View Church saying, let's keep the main thing, the main thing, the main thing. Which somebody else said first, but yes. No. And who was that? Spike Lee. Spike Lee, probably. Great. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But but the, the, the point made that Jesus is in the center and that God created everything and the fact that we take our th- we we fight with others um, when we're all believing in the same thing, but the account of it might be a little different, but still the end game is the same. It it's a it's not concerning. It's and it's not even frustrating. I'm kind of going through the. Uh, you know, a bunch of adjectives to describe this situation, but it's, uh, it, it leads me to wonder, you know, aren't, aren't we accepting of, of all of the believers and, and we're also not though. That's the, that's the problem. That's I why know. it's frustrating to me. It's, it's not frustrating to you maybe, but it, it drives me nuts because it, the Bible doesn't, put a stake in the ground, in my opinion, Scott. That's where I was going <laughs> to go with that. Um, and by the way, Zach, I'm not frustrated because I'm, I think I'm on my sixth beer today. Okay, well, I'm about to drop some knowledge, and you can get me a beer while I'm doing this. This message brought to you by Ballast Point, the new $1 billion company. I'll take whatever you bring me back. But I just, I, it drives me, it, it's a big pet peeve of mine how there's such division over this thing that is relatively new, um, especially in America. I, I don't think England, which d- doesn't mean anything, but I don't think England struggles with these same problems. These The Christians in America have drawn battle lines, the atheists draw battle lines, and so it becomes science versus religion, which I, I believe is completely false. Um, if if we believe what is true, or if if what we believe is true, I should say, that Jesus, or that God created the heavens and the earth, regardless of how it took place, can't we look at science to, to find out where things 
like how things are, are being done, how God is revealing himself, how God is, I see, I don't, I don't see the conflict that some people do. So the Ken Hams of the world set it up where you can't get the Bible right if you don't get Genesis 1 right. And I think it's destructive. I think it probably does more harm than good. I know I'm probably in the minority of uh, American Christians. Scott? Right. You are. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you why do you think that that's a why do you think it's a problem? Are you saying that science has is in in is in the position to say that no that account of Genesis that literal account of Genesis is incorrect? No. Oh yeah, the the literal account of Genesis if if we believe that it, it was a literal six day 24 hour days but if we if we believe that it's so science, science has proven that i'm not saying good grief here we go conclusions here we go well, well no science has proven proven nothing with ultimate origins i uh, i think what science wait a second science science doesn't prove anything well i i think what science has to this is beside all the point of what we were supposed to be talking about, but that's that's fine. This is what this is about. This is terrible. This is terrible. This is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> Delete. I'm going home. <laughs> Shut this shit off. Um, science doesn't prove anything about origins, about ultimate origins, and I sense you're getting a little defensive over because I I ultimately believe that. I don't believe Genesis and the Bible is arguing for a certain age of the earth and a literal 24 hours. And I don't think it has to be arguing that. So it, it certainly, but it certainly could be if we're, we all are believing in an all powerful God that ultimately started everything. It certainly could be in my uh, humble opinion that that's in fact how it happened. I just don't, I side more with the older universe, old earth, um, but I don't think Genesis is saying one way or the other, so why are we, why are we dividing things? Well, let's hear it from Farrakhan, Scott, I mean, Pharisee, I mean, Scott, let's hear it from Scott. Thank you for that introduction, Jeff. Farrakhan. He's a Muslim, but that's okay. Alhamdulillah. So... <laughs> it why, was that, why, is that beer okay? <laughs> why why do you think why do you think that you agree more with the with an older earth? Because of what the broad definition what science broadly Because of how big the mountains are. Yes, the mountains are big, <laughs> Scott. The mountains are so have you seen them? <laughs> I mean even Saddleback, it's a small one. Saddleback but it's the, still big. It's big. It's only growing by 1.1 millimeters a year. Your line of questioning, though, is going to lead to a, a back and forth that I don't think will be so profitable let me, for right now. Okay, so let me, let me just ask this one it, question. Is, is what John MacArthur doing? Okay, you get your question. Go. Okay. And then let's get back on topic. <laughs> yes, sorry. So you're, you're saying that because science broadly agrees that the Earth is older than what literal young earth creationist belief. It's what the it's what the data suggests. Okay. So I think two uh, probably two parts. One, the MacArthur's and Ken Ham's and the Chuck Misslers of the world are saying that 
the Genesis is the foundations for the rest of the Bible. Is Missler still alive? I don't know. I was going to look that up, and I did not look it up. I hope so. May he rest in peace if he's not. <laughs> yes. And if, if he's still alive, maybe he can get a good night's sleep. Hi. <laughs> so that they're saying that Genesis is the foundation for the rest rest of the Bible, and that in Genesis you have things that lead us to today. So you have, first of all, the creation. Right? I think we all agree that God created things. However it was created, we, we, all, we agree that he created it. But you have sin, you have the consequences of sin, then you have the promises through Abraham. Uh, well, even before that, you, um, uh, you have God. You, I don't know where I'm going with that part. <laughs> but you have you have the promises of God throughout Genesis. You have Moses delivering the people, right? You well, that's ha- different, though. What's that? That's different because Genesis one and two are written differently than the rest. The rest of it could be considered historical narrative compared to Genesis one and two, which features poetic language. Even conservative scholars would agree that it is poetic in nature. So so, so they would disagree. So they Ken Ham and MacArthur would disagree with that. That that's all I'm saying. They don't think it's poetry? That they they read it in such a way that it's literal. So whatever that means, I don't know if they think it's poetry or not. I don't know. Literal poetry. I don't know if they think it's poetry or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so okay. Okay, so if you're if so so you're calling for drink. something that is yeah, if we were doing the drinking game based on sentences starting with so... We have to actually have a couple of drinks of this. We would be... I'm drinking host. Ballast Point. What do you have there, Zach? Deschutes Jubal Ale, a festive winter ale. Oh, I forgot to clarify. Ballast Point, Big Eye, IPA, and it's tasty. Yeah, this one is chicory, dried fruit, toffee notes, a robust... I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. A robust ale with a warming spice. Do not edit your Deschutes. So, this, okay, so this is what Ken Ham said. Boom. This concludes the beer news. Uh, <laughs> beer news. <laughs> what is, you know what? You know what I think? That's what I think. Answers in Genesis.org says arguments to avoid. Some arguments should be avoided. No matter how attractive a favorite argument is, no matter how perfectly it seems to explain something in the Bible, if it does not hold up to scrutiny, it should be avoided. Casting aside a flawed model is not the same as casting away Scripture. So the idea of six days, it's not a flawed idea, but it's the flawed model of humans trying to put in their brains that something can actually be created in six days, like an entire universe can be created in six days. Right. Makes no sense when we can't create a house in six days, let alone six weeks or, you know, the point being that we're human and we're not God. And therefore, you have these arguments between Ken Ham and Bill Nye and the idea of... Um, hey, we're pulling out of the CCCU because um, you know our our ideas about 
Genesis and their ideas about Genesis don't match up or or um they they think things um happen differently or in a different time frame but ultimately um did God create the heavens and the earth both sides would say yes um so why why the argument and why drop out of a group when I mean, you're, let's say you run in this, John MacArthur runs into the head of the CCCU and, and they're both believers and they're looking at each other. And then a third person walks in and it's Jesus. And what does John MacArthur think at that moment? Yeah. Well, what does the head of the CCCU think? Yeah, both of them. So I, th- I think it goes deeper than just a disagreement. I think that, that where's their but, heart, but should it, well, well, according to according to them, that it yes, it should. What be. do you think? Um, In your opinion, I I am right now. I am more inclined to believe in the literal. Well, regardless literal of what you believe day. about that, like do literal you think it, do you about think, them, do you think it should be something that we really? I mean, there are some conservatives that would ha- would suggest that you can't really be a Christian. You can't get yeah. the gospel right. I, I wouldn't say that. I and, would not go that bullshit. far. It's such. It's, in my opinion. Yeah, I, w- I would not. I would not go that far. Um, but I. But I think that they look at that as the the foundation. And if you don't take Genesis one, and I think they even say like, Chuck Mister thing was Genesis one through eleven. They might not. They might not necessarily hold to that. But if you don't take Genesis one literally, how can you take how can you have a good foundation for the rest of scripture? Because that that is the foundational that is the foundational scripture. I think it's silly. Yeah. Well, um, me taking Genesis seriously and completely disagreeing with with that concept that you can't that if you get this thing wrong, you're gonna you're gonna miss the whole boat. Okay. So. I am so, so drink time to drink. <laughs> Here, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh, I love how our heads collided there. So, oh shoot! Oh, dang it! <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> if you didn't know by now, if we put any extra words. That don't belong. Yes. However, so like that. <laughs> and that's just an example. I forgot what I was going to say. Good. No. So this is what Ken Ham said. Wait. Wait. Instead of Ken Ham, founding president and CEO of Answers in Genesis, went head to head. Okay, go ahead. Instead of trusting in the uh, trusting the word of God, the one who was there in the beginning, they've trusted in man's ideas of evolution in millions of years and tried somehow to squeeze them into the text. Sadly, this is happening more often with more Christian universities. I will say people are trying to fit in. End quote. People are trying to fit in. So this is a side note. I went to Concordia University in Irvine, California. When you were an atheist? I have no idea what I was. I certainly was And wasn't. they let you in? Okay, so here... They be they call themselves Concordia. All right, keep going. 
they called themselves Concordia University when I came to their school, and they changed it because they thought the idea of Christ College was pushing people away, and they wanted to expand. So in order to expand, they had to get away from Christ, at least the name. And so they did, and their school grew and grew a lot. And today, it's it's a big university compared to what it was back when I was going there. There was only maybe four or 500 people on campus, and there was maybe 1,000 people going there. That school's expanded tremendously in the last 20 years. But the idea of trying to just trying to be mainstream, like, gosh, we just want to be a part of everything that's going on and the expansion of making money. I'm glad they're successful without Christ. Well, being a part of the Concordia, that's the Concordia... Missouri Synod, I think it's called. Synod? Synod? Synod. Wow, they called it Synod. Okay, sorry. It depends on where Uh, you are in the country uh, or in the world. True. Probably Missouri, they call it Synod. (laughs) But the point being is people are trying to, some are trying to be a part of something. Some are trying to break away from something they don't want to be a part of, but they're missing the point of the point. Why are we here? How did we get here? And who are we living for? What, yeah. What? Okay. So, what? So, what? What is that point? What is the point? Yeah. God created the heavens and the earth, and He's unfolding. You're you're seeing Him set up. This is poorly robbed from. John Walton's Lost World of Genesis World of Genesis 1 where he yeah being he's talking about how God is unfolding and setting up his cosmic temple okay and and it's not about exactly how it happened it's the it's the uh the function of how things function so it's not our Genesis is not speaking to it doesn't make an argument for or against evolution. You can... I understand why literalists uh, disagree with that. So I... And if that's, in fact, not true, I'm okay with that uh, because God is God, ultimately. But I don't think Genesis... I don't think the Bible argues for or against a certain time frame or exactly how it was done. Um, I think we're missing the we're missing the point. If if we decide it needs to, Saint Augustine disagreed with the six days. Like he he felt it was an instantaneous thing, and there weren't actual days. So he was allegorical, but almost in reverse of what what the uh, evolution or creation uh, creation evolutionist cre- evolutionary cre- create illusionists. Yes. Yeah, so it's fascinating, and you know he's he's somebody that uh, so he disagrees with Ken Ham, uh, and he probably didn't care what if it was six thousand or ten thousand years or or uh, what is it school teacher fifteen million years or whatever whatever it is. Um, six billion. Sorry, yeah. as a public school teacher, so I don't teach off. evolution. I just kind of skipped that chapter. <laughs> nice. So your kids have a chance at being Christians. Well, I serve in a very, <laughs> I serve in a very Hispanic, um, Catholic. Oh, so they're Christian they're culture Catholic already, right? Yeah. 
I want to step back just for a moment with the John MacArthur. Do you? I do. Six foot five man talking like a little bird. I want to focus on an experience of God when I'm my contention is that John MacArthur hasn't experienced God in a way that transformed his life. And so he's pulling away from Wow. <laughs> no, no, we we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to send this to him. Actually, go what, ahead. We're going. going to tweet this at him. <laughs> Actually, my boss. These opinions okay. don't reflect the opinions of Brother Robin Beer. This okay. is a fan his, of his, okay. his, church is, his congregation is in L.A., and my boss goes there sometimes. I'm going to try. Okay, first of all, name drop and <laughs> title drop, and I have no concern. But uh, I will say that the j- people who encounter God in, in, a, in a way that transforms them, I believe, have a very accepting, open idea of how immense God's grace is and and how he accepts us and takes us in to his kingdom and invites us. And those that don't, get lost in the shuffle and make choices based off some biblical... Potentially making... Is it possible that Ken Ham, that the creation narrative is an idol for Ken Ham and that he is in fact in sin when he holds to that and sets it up to where the other Christians are out, if not if not saying it explicitly, explicitly, it's implied that you can't get the rest of the Bible out, therefore you can't get the gospel right. So could it be Ken Ham, MacArthur? Is it an idol? Even if it's true what they believe, the fact that they're shutting out other believers or creating dividing lines, is that a problem? Even though you tend to agree with where they're at, in your opinion. Oh, were you done with you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Your mouth I'm is learning. still open. <laughs> I'm like, well, He's I'm a mouth breather. So, Scott, he's been done for an eternity. <laughs> Jump uh, in anytime, Scott. Save me. Yes. Um, I, well I, said, Zach. I agree that it that something like that can be an idol. I'm not sure that that it, it um, that it is, but it can be. That yeah, if they're going to exclude uh, uh, Christians from. Christianity based on that, I think I would disagree because you can have... Thank God. <laughs> you can have... First of all, you can have know the truth without really knowing the facts about that truth. And that's that's different from pragmatism, which, Jeff, you made a very pragmatic statement before, and I totally forgot what you said, but you did make that, and I was going to correct you, but I held back, so you're welcome. Um, but the... You can you can have a true. I'm knowledge. sorry. What were you saying, Scott? <laughs> you could have a true knowledge of something, without having the actual facts. You can actually have false facts about something, and come to a true knowledge of it. You, you can have the truth, and have false, you know, quote unquote facts that lead to that truth. Yeah, like Ken Ham. Like Ken Ham. So so <laughs> I I would I would say that yes, you can have, you can know the true gospel without even knowing about Genesis, and even if you have a different view of Genesis than the literal six days, 
you can still have that truth. I I believe that. Yes. Well, wh- uh, would you expound on that, Scott? Did Did you have a question? That <laughs> <laughs> People can't see. Hey, you're, hey, you're mouthing hey, dirty words towards hey, Scott. Hey, <laughs> in between your innocent sounding. Do you, would you expand upon that? <laughs> Might as well be saying, you piece of shit, Scott. <laughs> hey, you put words into my mouth. I said, golly geez, Scott, <laughs> I'd like you to go back and and talk about the 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 part where you were talking about that stuff where you're like, I would have hey, corrected John you. Wayne? I would have I would have corrected you, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I forgot what you said, idiot. I want you to go back to that part. I, well, I did forget what you said. We could we could play back the tape and, and this isn't a court and and look at it. I have the court reporter read us back. Recording on tape. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean you were gonna? You mean literally? Were you gonna correct me, <laughs> or you like were gonna that, have an Scott. opinion based Literal off joke. it? Scott, don't hold back. I no. I I, I, I thought you did make a you did make a pragmatic statement, and Christianity is about, is not about. Pragmatism, um, but I but I forget what you were referring to. Okay, so zero, but we'll zero, have to go. We'll have to go back to that later. Okay, if we have Jesus, Jesus at the center, and as Christians, if you believe in Jesus and what he, a pragmatic attitude or a policy. Thanks, Siri. Thanks, Siri. You are dumb. You can't use the word in Jeff, the definition of the word. Siri is out. So Jesus at the center I can, but it doesn't help anyone. How, from one to ten, there's ten rings going out from Jesus. Imagine and is there that. one to rule them all? Yes, Jesus is the one ring. So there are eleven rings. At what? In what ring from center? <laughs> you're, you're so stupid. Give me a beer, I Jeff. Jeff. I <laughs> I agree with Jeff. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> Punch you right in the butthole. <laughs> It'd be more painful if you got him in the esophagus. Well, from one to ten, hope that's pragmatic. Jeff. From one to ten, I where punched him in the where throat. is where is needing Genesis to be right? It one the first ring, which is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally so stupid. <laughs> the first ring is Jesus, <laughs> and the tenth ring. This Scott's being, imagination. Being, <laughs> yes, this tenth reading being almost meaningless. It's fun to talk about. Where is it, Jeff? I'm at first ring. Wait, so Gen- first, first ring is Genesis is of Genesis utmost importance. Is of oh gosh, uh, I'm sorry. I want to punch Scott in the throat. <laughs> no, uh, you're posing. Okay. So the idea that Genesis, I'm sticking to it, first ring, Jesus, six days, Genesis, yeah, everything Jesus, is true. Getting Genesis right is as important as Jesus being the one ring. Oh. And then the tenth ring would be whatever. Okay, well, that, that, but that's a different question. So you're, but you just It's said, not so much whatever, but it's... They're not in, integral. Not integral? Good grief. How... What's punch the matter Jeff with you guys? Throat. I'm going to punch both of you guys. Well, no, no. The the, the question, the way it's, you just we're not supposed to dissect it and like perfectly explain it because it's ridiculous. Well, no, no, no. But I, can I just okay, wait? What's one, ridiculous, one, one second, Zach? One oh, the, wait, 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 wait. There's a difference between 
what you I think what you started off with and then what you just said. But you, things I know, did I, seem to change. I know what especially second, on the third one, ring. One second, Zach. For the record, por mine, favor. mine is like ten. Por, por, por ten favor. meaning it, por, it's por, fun to talk about, favor. but it has it has no. It, it should not. If that is something that somebody can't come to Jesus because of, because he feels like Christians have to hold to that view, it's bullshit. That should be number 10. Forget about it. Okay. Come, come to the cross first, and all that stuff is fun to talk about. We'll deal with that later. Okay, so Zach came to me with the Fox CNBC uh, question. Here's how I'm framing it. Boom, Jeff. What do you think? And I'm like, I want to disregard the question. I know That's it's not how this works. Shut up, Zach. I know this is. I'm a strong believer, like through and through. So I am. Define believe. God. God came to me and grabbed me. I did not went read Genesis and say, Oh yeah. I'm I'm all in. So when it comes to Genesis, I'm like, it. This all happened. The time frame, I don't know. And really, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it took a, a decade or it took six days. Genesis. So you're like a ten in my bullshit scale. Okay, that's meaningless. One is Jesus. Ten is very oh, yeah. peripheral stuff that doesn't really matter to somebody's faith. In importance, Jesus is the pinnacle, and okay. So can't you? Why can't you just say ten? Good grief! Okay, Scott. Well, he didn't understand what you were saying at first. <laughs> I tried. I tried to defend him, but that just made him sound really stupid. <laughs> Again, the school teacher. <laughs> oh my god! No, but um, I was. Uh, oh my, my god! Okay. By the way, Scott Stutter. I'm sorry. That. I think what you said, though, was that getting Genesis right, I think you said at one point. So that's what I was trying to figure out. So you're not saying gen- getting Genesis right, but you're saying that the six-day literal creation is getting it right. So that would that's what you would put as number right. 10. Okay. So I'm probably more in the middle um, that I, I believe Genesis is important. Uh, however... Yeah, that's not what I said. It's in relation to... Jesus and the cross being the final work, and, and that's what makes you a Christian, going out from that. That's one. Ten is meaningless to the faith. Wait, wait, not, but, not meaningless. Just pretend with me, Scott. Good grief. So um, I'm alarmed at how much I'm saying good grief tonight. Yeah, instead of cussing. It's like the Holy Spirit has gotten a hold of your heart, finally. Maybe you and MacArthur can experience God and Jesus finally. You know, I'm going to have to take myself out of this group because I don't agree with the good grief. I Good grief is the new drinking word. I'm done. No more, no more good grief. So, Scott, just answer one to ten. One being Jesus and essential, absolute essentials, to ten being not an absolute essential... Where is getting Genesis 1 and 2 perfect? By the way, Scott's, that? Scott's incapable of answering directly. <laughs> Just answer directly without expanding. Two. We're, the podcast is done. Boom! Two. So getting Genesis 1 literally right 
Well, see, you no, said a two, I and now here we go. Clarification. So, so getting it right, getting Get, it right, getting it right. What, whatever, right. whatever right is, whatever right is, is right, right up there with, with the gospel. He drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn away, but you, the mic is still at your face, <laughs> it still sounds the same. Jeff literally tried to hide in the corner with the microphone as if. It's going to come out as a whisper. <laughs> well, I didn't want Scott to hear it directly. I'd rather he read it or read it. I'd rather he hear it indirectly, like a, you know, on a scale of one to ten, like a two. Yeah, like a. A two? Like a. They have to believe. So you truly believe that the, the literal. No, no so, so that's what I was trying to clarify. That what do you get, mean? Cl- getting Genesis right, getting Genesis right, whatever right is, All right. is what I'm saying. Hold right, on, so a, hold on a second. So, if Jesus is one, getting Genesis right is two. If you're going to be a believer, you got to be very, very close to Genesis. That's what you're saying with the two. Yes. All right, so fair enough, which is fascinating because Jeff Pearson would lean more towards probably closer to literal interpretation. Right? But but it's not of importance. Oh, right. It's not So Scott has a similar view, but it's pretty utmost importance, close. And then I'm I'm the liberal again. I don't know how this has happened. I don't understand what you mean by liberal. I think I'm I'm similar thinking to you. I'm I'm in the awe of I'm like I'm not a literalist with Genesis okay, at all. Don't I, agree I'm, with them because he's wearing a Jesus sweatshirt. Sh- it, well, it's the reason for the season. I Birthday I I, I don't I don't believe in I don't I don't I'm not stuck on six days because the problem is. No, I know. We we kind of established that. Okay. So when you say that, you're like, well, I don't... So in wrapping up, put a bow on it, Never. Jeff. You want me to put a bow on it? You're going to put yeah. a bow on it. No, you put a bow John MacArthur's wrong in doing what he did. He's overreacting. And he hasn't experienced God. I don't think he's really experienced God. Okay. so that Because if he did, <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't know... I agree with that. <laughs> 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 which is why, which is why, I, Bible, okay, wait, wait, I don't, wait, Jeff, Jeff, okay, can I, can it's I the real actions, quick, real quick, real quick, have you ever heard of John MacArthur before today? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boom, that's it, that's it, podcast over, that's great. No, go John. ahead, what were you going to say, sorry. I'm sorry, I got to look up who John MacArthur is. <laughs> Siri, who is John MacArthur? Ram Mafarfer is a medical condition. <laughs> Where your weenus is bigger than your pen. <laughs> There's the bow. Boom. I found John MacArthur no. Church, Grace Community Church. Non-denominational.
I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>